Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. We have a special episode today. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. <laughs> today marks our sixth podcast anniversary. We started in January, January 2012. 2012. That's pretty <laughs> darn cool. Thank you to all of you who have listened for so long even if you just started listening and actually went back and listened to all the previous episodes or the people who have been with us since the very beginning. Can you believe we're still doing this? I can't. It's so cool. Yeah. But as I said, I think I said this last year when we started, we had no exit strategy. (laughs) We still don't. We still don't. We're still enjoying it. We still run across topics and say, oh, we have to talk about that on on the podcast. So I think I need to keep a special little notebook. (laughs) Charlene and I have recently been talking about how we can't remember things. I need to carry a little tiny notebook around just to make notes about things that I want to talk about in the podcast because I have all these brilliant ideas and then I don't remember them 10 minutes later. (laughs) Right. I often have brilliant ideas in the middle of the night, and I certainly don't remember them by morning. Yep, that's (laughs) one of the things. And the intro today, that was from Wayne's World. And we hope that all of you who are listening have heard of Wayne's World. And if not, we're going to put a little link in the show notes so that you can get a little bit of Wayne's World history. Wayne's World, we chose that theme because... Our episode today is going to be another party-related theme in honor of our podcast anniversary, or podiversary, if you will. And Wayne's World is somewhat the quintessential party-themed movie in the United States. It came out in 1992. I looked that up. I would have guessed it was the 80s. Yeah, really. Close. But it came out in 92, starring Mike Myers and Dana Carvey, and it is full of hilarity and lots of teenage situations and hijinks yes (laughs) make sure you're in a very goofy mood if you try to watch it because if you're in a very serious adult mood it will not be as enjoyable trust me like the scene Dreamweaver when she Donna Dixon walks in and her hair is blowing back and that's one of my favorite songs of all time so and we were talking about the idea of using Wayne's World there's a squirrel We're at the Yacht Harbor, so if you hear the sounds of nuts dropping on the top of the car, it's the angry squirrels. But when we were talking about Wayne's World, I teach a spin class at the gym, Stationary Cycling, and I have a song from Wayne's World in my current music class, and it's Ballroom Blitz by Tia Carrera. So it's straight off of the soundtrack of Wayne's World. (laughs) It's great for sprints. So to make today's episode a little bit more fun, a little bit unusual, we decided to pick what we would wear, either what we've already knit or what we might be stocking to different types of parties. So Charlene came up with five party categories and we didn't consult each other. We just decided (laughs) we talked to, you know, we said, okay, here are the five parties. And we went off on our own to see what we would wear to these different types of parties. So the first party is a garden party. So I don't think I've ever been to a garden party in my life in the real world. Maybe, and I just can't remember, but I found something anyways. What about you? Have you ever been to a garden party? Well, I've been to parties that have been in people's gardens. Well, that <laughs> so, like qualifies. I think that qualifies as a garden party. So what would you wear or what I, did you wear? Well, the first thing that I thought of that I would want to wear if I were going to one today, for example, would be my ginga top. I knit that this year 
back in September. Well, I finished it in October, and I think that's part of the reason why I picked that as something I would want to wear, because when I finished it, the weather turned a little too cold to wear it, so I haven't really had the opportunity to wear this top yet. I'm rolling my eyes. <laughs> Why am I rolling my eyes? Because it's 70 degrees out and it's January 17th. Yes, and so <laughs> I think I could wear it you right now. You could totally wear it today. It could be a garden party sort yes. of day today. It's ridiculous. Yes, it absolutely could. So the Ginga top, like I said, I knit back, or I finished it back in October. I knit it out of the Coast yarn from Holstgarn. And it's a light fingering merino cotton blend. And so it is actually the perfect yarn to be wearing in this very nice 70 degree weather yeah. today. I'm just laughing because, of course, we've had one major rainstorm and everybody thinks it's spring now. So Yeah. Mother Nature thinks it's spring, too, yes. if you look around santa cruz right now it's yeah crazy. all the animals and the plants are starting to behave like it's spring already so yep but the ginga top let's see that is a pattern by yoko johnston it is a pullover short sleeve top with a lace panel on the back a lace panel on the bottom and lacy sleeves it's a rather deep v very casual really nice and i look forward to probably wearing that sooner rather than later i'll probably wear that break maybe i'll break that one out for stitches i hope you do because i want to try it month. on oh okay <clears throat> i want to decide if i want to knit the longer sleeved one that sounds like a plan yep how about you gail what would you wear to a garden party well my sweater of choice is also knit in the Holtzgarn Coast yarn. Ah. So, yes, it's very garden, light yes, fingering attire. And my sweater is the Hito Fude sweater by Hiroku Fukatsu. And I had recently worn this to a wedding. So it's kind of like a garden party because it was mm -hmm. an outdoor wedding. Oh, yeah. And I was wearing it with a fit and flare dress that was pink with floral print on it. <laughs> very cute. And my... Hitofude is a green, kind of a piney green. I think it said forest green, but it was more of a piney green. Mm -hmm. And it looks really, really good with this dress. So that whole flowered dress with the, the lacy cardi, open front cardi was very garden party to me. So that as soon as I saw the garden party category, I thought, I know exactly yeah, what I would wear I to that, that garden party. Well. And I do have to say, I want to preface this whole episode with, I don't think I've ever spent so much time on my show notes as I did with this episode. Oh, really? I went back through every single one of my projects in Ravelry and also looked through my queue extensively because some of these categories were pretty hard for me. Mm. So coming up with what I would wear to some of them was really difficult. Some of them right off the top of my head I knew, <laughs> and some of them was like, I just don't know what I would wear. But that one was right off the top of my head I knew. Well, a lot of these categories are different from our everyday life exactly. because they're party categories, of course. So it kind of gives us the opportunity to share something a little different. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Because in looking at all my knits and my queue, I do casual stuff. We're very casual. <laughs> exactly. Yes, we are. 
So dinner party, that's the next category. So I picked something that has been in my queue for a couple of years now. And quite honestly, I need to figure out if I am going to make it or not. This is the Talavera Pullover Top by Amanda Collins, which was published in the summer 2015 Pom Pom, oh, Pom, Pom Quarterly long? Magazine. Yes. And I think I've had it in my queue for at least two years. Yeah, you've talked it's, about that a lot. Yeah, it's a lacy pullover top kind of a tiny top it's got cap sleeves and it's got a very little bit of a mock cowl not like a warm stand-up cowl just a little drapey lace cowl I don't know how else oh, yeah. to describe that but <laughs> yeah. and then it's got this all over lace pattern that's very open so you wear a layer underneath it of course and it's very dressy I think it could be very dressy mm -hmm. and I really liked it when I saw it but why haven't I made it that's the question you must have yarn for that well that that's the interesting thing thank you for asking that because <laughs> we're I, making that assumption you must have I yarn have for that. had two skeins of dandelion dandelion oh, how did i exactly. know that's what you were gonna say because Malintosh dandelion we talked we've talked about this so i have had two skeins of Malintosh dandelion set aside with the intention of making this top so when i decided to use this for my garden or for my dinner party i looked it up i looked it up i looked up the yarn looking at the pattern page and I realize that two skeins of the dandelion is only 650 yards. No way. Is That's, it really that small of a skein? Yeah. Each of those skeins is only 325 yards. So I don't know what I was thinking because, hmm. drum roll, it is not enough yarn oh, for this top no so i have the option of trying to find another skein of yarn for the top match. which i'm not going to do yeah. reason being if i did want to make this top still nowadays i would use the coast for it i think yeah. the coast would work really would well perfect, for this yeah. top so i have had those two skeins of dandelion in my stash for at least two years earmarked for this top and it's, not, and it's not enough so now i have the the dandelion is now freed up to become something else i have no idea what yet and i have to decide if i really want to make the talavera but the reason i brought it up is because i think this would be really cute dinner party wear the skirt and top that the model is wearing in the pom-pom quarterly magazine it's just really cute it looks like something you could easily wear to a dinner at a friend's house and i think it works well yeah it's dressy enough that you could dress it up if it if it was a more formal yes, dinner party versus exactly less formal exactly. if it's less yeah so i don't know if that is in my future or not anymore it might be a stocking fail for me <laughs> maybe but between the two of us we must have enough coast in a great color that's just leftovers from another do. project yeah 
to knit that. Because how much yarn does it need? It needs, depending on the size, 800, 900 yards Oh, more than I would have expected. That's more than I would have thought, too. And I think probably when I bought those two skeins of dandelion, I was thinking that it was a tiny top. But for 650 yards, it would have to be a really tiny top. So yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's that tiny. I don't know what I was thinking. I even had a thought that maybe there's a third skein somewhere that I don't remember. But I've, if you recall, I recently went through my stash pretty well and I matched up everything that was meant to be a sweater quantity or a project quantity together. So... Yeah. I don't think there's a third skein. Yeah. I think that was just, I don't know what I was thinking. That happens. Well, you were probably thinking it was 400 and something yards instead that's of 300 exactly and something yards. Exactly it. Yeah. That's what I'm, that's my story and I'm sticking yeah. to it. I would have <laughs> assumed that. Yeah. yeah. It, it was, I was really surprised when I realized they were only 325. So that's Talavera by Amanda Collins. And what about you, Gail? What would you wear to a dinner party? Well, because I go to so many dinner parties, <laughs> not really. I actually selected a pattern I've knit four different times, and it's Ishbel, which is a little shawlette by oh. Yasolda Teague. And I knit my first one in July of 2009. I don't know if you remember one of our first stitches ever that we went to together. I purchased a skein of handmaiden yarn, and it was in a raspberry tonal colorway that was beautiful. And that was one of my very first ever lace shawlettes. And I was knitting it at the same time as my Apre Surf hoodie, which is also a lace pattern. And I only know this because I spent so much time looking at all my projects <laughs> last night. But between 2009 and probably 2012, I think I knit four different Ishbells. So I think I've knit that one about three times. It's a great pattern. And I don't know if you remember, but... When we went to Stitches, the one time that Isolde Teague had a booth mm-hmm, there, mm-hmm. I was wearing mine. I think I was wearing it because we took a picture yes, with her. Yes, we did. I and I don't that. remember if I was wearing it or because I remember we I took it off because we were trying on sweaters mm-hmm. in the booth as that well. That was her little red in the city so. booth when she had all those sweaters, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yep. So Ishbel, I highly recommend the pattern. It's a one skein shawlette, and it is small, obviously, with one skein. So those of you who don't like small shawlettes, I wouldn't recommend it. But it's a very cute little lacy layer. It's, I believe it's stockinette in the body, not garter, it's stockinette, and then mm-hmm. a lace edging, which is just really pretty. And I remember the first time I knit it, being kind of frustrated not understanding lace repeats yet and how they were changing as the shawl size increased and i Mm. remember learning that on that shawl Mm. so i have vivid memories of that (laughs) that first ishbel so that's my dinner party ishbel by yasolda teague and the next is a wedding party so what would i wear to a wedding party i had in my head a nice light lacy shawl that I could wear with a dress up dress. <laughs> I'm nodding. And I picked the Rosewater shawl by Janina Calio. I want to make this one. I have the pattern. I just haven't picked a yarn yet. 
for oh. it. But this one is definitely in my queue. The Rosewater Shawl, it's dainty, it's pretty. Like I mentioned, I think it would look just fantastic with a formal dress or a dressy dress, something dress up that you would wear to a more formal wedding. And you could even add bling to the bind off if you wanted to add something sparkly and make the edges a little bit heavy. I have a couple of skeins of sparkly Anzula that I was thinking oh, I would pick one of those yeah. to use for this shawl just to give it a little bling. Mm -hmm. And I have, let's see, I have, it's called Anzula Lunaris and I have a purple colorway and a navy colorway and I just have to pick one, which is one of the hardest things to pick a color. <laughs> <laughs> knit, knit, knit it in both colors. Now, mm -hmm. is that a one skein shawl? It is. The pattern page says 395 yards. Both, well, the Lunaris, I believe, is over 400, maybe 425, something around there. So it's perfect yardage, perfect sparkly yarn, and it, I think it's a beautiful shawl. I yeah, think yeah, it yeah. would go well. How about you? What would you wear for a wedding party? Well, I said I wore the Hito Fude and the dress to my last outdoor wedding. But <laughs> when I saw a wedding party, I also thought of a lacy shawl. Mm -hmm. And two came to mind right away. Lily Pilly, which oh, yeah. is a rectangular stole pattern by Amba O'Brien, which I knit in Madeline Tosh lace. And I finished that in July of 2016. And I used a gray, a dark gray. And then, so let me start from the beginning with Lily Pilly. There are sections of striped garter and then sections of lace and then sections of striped garter and then lace. For the stripes, I used a an orange and a hot pink. And then the lace sections were dark gray. So an unusual color mix for me, but it's really pretty. The resulting shawl is just so pretty. And that would be great with a very, you know, cute wedding mm -hmm. dress, not, not for the bride, but, you know, to wear <laughs> to a wedding. And the other one is Ondulation, which is another rectangular stole. And I knit that one in 2013. And the designer is Becky Herrick. And I also used Madeline Tosh lace in that in the Onyx colorway, which I alternated with Knitwitz Freya, which is a gradient yarn. And I used the onyx in between the major color changes in the gradient and it's a beautiful shawl it's light because it's lace weight and they're both really light i really like lace weight shawls i like mm -hmm. just that they're a pretty layer that doesn't necessarily add a lot of warmth so those were the two i picked lily pilly by amber o'brien and ondulation by okay. becky herrick now what about a work party so for the work party i picked something that was a little simpler, a little more straightforward in design, not too lacy, and something that wouldn't make me feel too overdressed. This is a shawl that I knit, oh, a few months ago, back in September, October. It's called the Little Black Shawl by Laura Ayler. Yeah, nice. And I think it would go with anything I happen to be wearing that day because I knitted in a gray. So the color, my particular, version of the shawl that I made would go with anything because I made it in gray. I knit mine in hand spun so it feels squishy and nice. That would make me smile. But like I said, the design is just really simple. I think 
it would pair with anything just about anything and it wouldn't feel overdressed in the workplace yeah that kind of thing so that's why i picked that how about you what would you wear to a work party this is a harder one for me to determine because like i said most of my knits are really really casual and if i was going to a work party i would probably if it was a party i'd be more dressed up most of my sweaters work for a normal work in my normal work environment. But if I was going to a work party, I'd probably be a little fancier. Mm. So I really had to scour my projects to see what I would actually pick. And I picked Lar, which is a cardigan by Gudrun Johnston, which is another Madeline Tosh lace project. I sense a theme here. <laughs> and it is a lace bodice with a stockinette skirt. And it's kind of kind of an empire construction. And it's just a very dainty, pretty little sweater that you could wear over any type of black dress, little black dress, little gray Mm -hmm, dress, little, yeah, I use the morning dove colorway. So it's a grayish blue colorway and it's just a really pretty dainty feminine sweater. And I've considered knitting another one more than once, but I haven't done it yet, obviously, but I have considered it many times. So that is the Lar sweater cardigan by Gudrun Johnston. See, it's interesting how we both took the outline. We, When Gail and I came up with this outline, we had the different kind of parties, but we didn't talk about it because we knew that we'd interpret things a little bit differently because I was thinking a work party more casual in the workplace, and you were thinking of a work party going out kind mm-hmm. of party. Yeah. So it's interesting how we take it a little bit differently but that's part of the fun exactly (laughs) all right so the next one is a block party this one i had the most fun (laughs) so a block party what's a block party generally a neighborhood party sometimes you block off the street it's going to be very casual maybe a potluck maybe a barbecue that kind of thing is what i'm thinking of i was thinking holiday like labor day memorial day fourth of july those are american holidays exactly picnic in the park kind of clothes so very casual and i would wear my hood on the moon hoodie sweater by katrine schneider I knit mine in Anzula Haiku, which turned out to be a wonderful yarn to work with. It's really soft. It's got a little bit of bamboo and nylon in it, which just makes it feel really soft and nice and squishy. It's got a really large hood. The whole sweater was a 1300 yard fingering weight project. So lots of yardage and a lot of it goes into that big giant hood Mm -hmm. (laughs) i really love the hood on this one because it has an interesting design on the top of the hood that looks almost like the decreases on the top of a hat where they come together in a little star Mm -hmm. shape on the top of the hood and that was really fun to knit it feels really good to wear it over my head and on my shoulders on my shoulders when the hood is down it just has that extra layer of warmth for my shoulders which i really appreciate because i get sore sore in that spot a lot so the extra warmth there is nice you know i wanted to ask you quickly so you said it's nice to wear is it a more comfortable hood or does it sit on your head better because of that construction than some other hoods because just thinking about it it seems like it should 
know if it does. I don't know if that if it does because of that construction or the yarn. But it's also just a really big hood. So I find that when I have worn it, I just pull it over my head and it just stays in place. It's really nice. Yeah. I was stocking that sweater again the other day. Yeah. yeah. I really like the hood because it doesn't squish your hair. <laughs> it just kind of drapes there and it feels good. It doesn't pull the back of the sweater at all. That was my other question. On. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. It's really nice. It's a very nice design. And I know I said it before, but the pattern is very well written. That one's it, in my queue. Yeah. I found it very easy to follow, very straightforward. It was a good knit for me. So that is Hood on the Moon by Katrine Schneider. So what would you wear to a block party? Well, my first thought, I went straight to my queue on this one for some mm -hmm. reason, even though any of my sweaters in my closet I could wear to a block party. But... It drove me to my queue, and the first thing in my queue was The Shell Seeker by Heidi Kiermeyer, which I talked about the last episode mm -hmm. for wanting to knit that for our self-indulgent knit-along. I've already wound the yarn and everything, and I thought, eh, I just talked about that on the podcast. That's not <laughs> exciting enough. A new pattern that was just released that I fell in love with is Freya. It is by Jared Flood, and it's from the Brooklyn Tweed Winter 2018 collection, and I'm going to read the description. For insouciant style, you can dress up or down. Freya is a quick knit with big impact. An open front with a swingy A-line shape and a textured shawl collar make the sculptural piece easy to throw on over any outfit. And in chunky quarry, it's an ideal cozy overlayer. An angled patch pocket, oh, a add angled patch pockets for the perfect functional accent. Okay, did you just ring all of my bells there? <laughs> shawl collar, pocket, A-line. It is so cute. And it's actually not short, short sleeves, but kind of that awkward length of short sleeves kind Bracelet of a little length no 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 they're above the elbow oh so but they're kind of mid upper arm so it's kind of a okay. weird i would have to do something it's about the almost, sleeve length i've started thinking that it's almost like bust line like kind of yeah, yeah it's kind of an odd length in my opinion but the sweater is so cute i would wear it all the time and i wanted to talk about the yarn which i think is a new yarn it's called quarry it's by brooklyn tweed and if you don't know the story about brooklyn tweed they are a u.s based yarn company owned by jared flood that they do all of their sourcing milling etc in the united states Excuse me, I kind of have an allergy thing going today, so I apologize for the throat clearing and sniffling. It says, Quarry is a chunky brother to Shelter and Loft, inspired by roving style unspun yarns offered in pillowy 100 gram skeins. We begin with three strands of the same lofty woolen spun Targi Columbia fleece, but rather than twisting the individual plies, we nestle them together and gently spin the whole trio. The result is a plump yarn that looks like a single ply and has greater tensile strength and stitch definition than a true unspun yarn. Corey has a soft and rustic hand since we never subject our wool to harsh chemical scouring. You'll find the occasional flecks of vegetable matter that remains as evidence of the sheep's life on the Wyoming rangeland. And it goes on from there, but again, ringing all my bells, we've got <laughs> all sorts of unique characteristics of this yarn. It sounds really interesting and intriguing it to does. me. 
And I instantly went to the Ravelry de-stashes and someone was de-stashing almost two skeins for $22, including shipping. And I think it's like $18 a skein normally. Hmm. So I'm going to test drive this yarn and see if I like it enough to maybe buy a sweater quantity because honestly, in our climate, a bulky sweater seems really ridiculous, but it looks so comfortable. Oh my gosh, it looks so comfortable. So that is Freya by... Jared Flood from Brooklyn Tweed Winter 2018. And I went back and looked through also my favorites and found I favorited it recently, although it's from Wool People 2013. It's called the Edge Hoodie by Veronique Avery. Mm. Both of these are bottom up sweaters, too, which is unusual for me. Both of them are seamed. The Edge Hoodie is just a pullover hoodie that's really really cute it's fingering weight i think i didn't my notes are insufficient however it's super super cute i don't know if it would be flattering at all especially on my body type but it's really cute so that one made the list too even though you know it's in favorites i don't think it's made it into the queue yet but yeah. you never know it's super cute well my queue is like eight pages your queue is much <laughs> more reasonable than that so but again that's the edge hoodie by veronique avery so Getting back are... to the Freya, though, I think I had actually looked at this one as well. There's one photo. Let's see. On the, on the pattern page, they show a dark version and a light version. Mm -hmm. And I really like the dark version is just too dark because it's photographed up against a dark background. Yeah, you can't see. You really can't see it. Yeah. You can't see the stitch definition. I noticed actually a lot of the photos in this collection were dark on dark, which I agree. Yeah. was too difficult for yeah. me to see. But the light sweater that's photographed against a dark background, I quite like. Isn't it cute? Yeah. See, I wish that I could knit that with my thin wool, but it's mm. DK weight and it wouldn't give the same effect. Because you could make the sleeve longer. Could, do you have enough if you doubled it? No, I already checked that. Mm. Yeah, it was my first thought. Oh, yeah. if I double it, but now I don't have enough. Yeah. But it's a really, really cute sweater. It is. It really is. I agree. All right. So those were our five party categories. Okay. Party on. Party on. Party on. <laughs> All right. So Charlene's next idea was what knit would fit into one of three categories? Okay. First one. Which knit is a real party animal Ooh, and it'll be interesting to see how you interpreted this <laughs> i took the i thought about this one a lot first i was thinking okay what's a party animal or who is a party animal and party animals are people that like to go to parties yeah but then i couldn't figure a sweater that would fit that category or an accessory i just couldn't figure that one out so then i went back and i took it more literally which which knit is a real party animal and i was looking at animal patterns oh. that i wanted to knit and there was one that just came out this month oh. that i did put the put in my i can't remember if i put it in my queue but i do have the pattern now and it is called wren and it's a little bird the pattern is by claire garland the pattern just came out this month and it is oh, super teeny tiny yeah. little wren. Probably, let's see, she photographs it 
as if it were sitting on an index finger in one of the photos and the little tiny bird is no no longer than an index finger an adult index finger very very cute very very dainty and supposedly it's knitted in one piece it says from beak to tail then back to beak using fine alpaca yarn which is just lightly lightly felted so it's just really tiny it's adorable really delicate and for the main pattern picture she puts the little stuffed wren on some twigs so it looks like it's on a little branch it's adorable it's very cute and i have a thing for birds so that is wren by claire garland i don't know if this little wren is going to be a party animal but it's very cute <laughs> you know it's funny of all the looking back through all of the things i've knit and crocheted over the last many many years in ravelry i have knit so many animals yeah and it never occurred to me that to... this is a party animal <laughs> like to use a literal animal never once even crossed my mind that is so funny my interpretation was somewhat different because I was thinking the party animal is kind of gregarious and there all the time and yeah. kind of in your face, kind of. And first I was thinking of the Muppets. I don't oh, know yeah. why, but yeah. the Muppets animal. completely, yeah, exactly, <laughs> completely popped into my head. And that just led me to which of my sweaters gets worn the most okay. and is there all the time and is your go-to like mm -hmm. if you want to be in a good mood or you want to be you know buoyant or cheered up or whatever what sweater do you reach for i reach for ease every single time oh, my ease sweater by alicia Plummer, which i knit in december of 2014 is hands down my favorite sweater of all time and the most worn sweater of all time i knit it in western sky knits merino cashmere nylon worsted weight in the colorway go go girl and it is a bright in your face pink and it is soft it is luscious it is comfortable it is the perfect color for me and every time i put it on i'm happy so ease by alicia Plummer was my party <laughs> animal sweater followed closely by the apres surf hoodie oh yeah the apres surf hoodie one. so ease is like my happy smile Yay, sweater. <laughs> and Apri Surf Hoodie is my ah oh, sweater. I put, well, Ease is kind of like that too. But Apri Surf, if I'm doing yoga or meditating or doing something that kind of requires a stillness and a, I don't even know how to describe it, but stillness a seems mood. like the right, the right a word. A certain mood. Yeah. Apri Surf Hoodie is what I reach for. Mm -hmm. And I actually had to block it the other day because I've been wearing it so oh, much. Wow. So. I blocked my apres surf hoodie and considering I knit that in May of 2010. Wow. Eight years ago, almost, I knit that sweater. It's uh, designed by Connie Chang Chinchio and it has held up so well. So I think it's the oldest sweater in my wardrobe that I still wear and I will never give it away. And it's an all over lace hooded sweater, apres surf hoodie. And it's just beautiful. I really want you to knit one. Yeah, that one has been on and off of my queue list for since you've made, since the pattern came out and yep. since you've made yours. And you would wear it all the yeah, time. Yeah, and I really should. And I know that I have purchased 
some of the coast yarn to make it I know. before. I don't remember if I still have that sweater quantity, but even if I didn't, I'm sure I had something else that I could use. So I need to reinvestigate that yeah, because I, every time I see you wearing it, and I know you wear it quite a I bit, do. but every time I see you wearing it, I get that feeling that I want to make it. <laughs> Shit, I'm serious. You've got to knit this one. It's such a beautiful sweater. And it's funny because it's not even a color I would ever gravitate toward if I was choosing a garment or a yarn, mm -hmm. but because the yarn was already discontinued when I purchased it, I was already living in France and I remember ordering it and having it shipped to France, which was difficult to find it and get it shipped. And I only had so many color options available. Right. There were only so many to choose from. And I thought, well, I think I got it off of eBay maybe. And I thought, well, okay, I'm just going to go for it. It's yeah. not really my color. It's kind of a greeny, light turquoise, not even turquoise, um, a very green leaning tealish turquoise, but I love that sweater so much. Yeah. And the yarn is amazing too. It's the Rowan Royal yarn collection, cotton wool blend or something. It has just great. Wasn't it the RY? RYC Royal yarn collection, I think yeah. is what that stands for. But they have several yarns with that designation, but this one yeah. was the cotton. It has like three or four different fibers in it and it's so light and it's just perfect for our was climate. it called cash cotton cash cotton that okay. was it thank you yeah they don't make that line anymore no but i bought another sweater quantity you off did? of d stash <laughs> recently a light pink and it's it's much more my color and yeah that will be a beautiful sweater in the future too so you know and you could one. always dye the sweater but i don't mind it's oh, weird okay. because it, like i said i would never look for that, that color, color now i would but, never pick it up yeah. to try it on in a store but i it looks fine it, it looks yeah, great on you i love yeah. it thank you to kim of western sky knits for being our january sponsor western sky knits is a small independently owned yarn and fiber business kim the montana dyer half of western sky knits lives on her family owned and run cattle ranch with her husband and three boys it's an interesting story because Kim is a Bay Area native who now braves the sub-zero winters of Montana. Gorgeous brights and glowing neutrals, Western Sky dyes it all. In the shop now, you will find creative speckled blends as well as bold and neutral semi-solid tones. Western Sky has you covered from fingering weights with the new Smooth Sock Base, which is 460 yards of merino nylon, to a superwash Aaron and even her biggie base, which you can use to knit up a hat in just a few hours. Need a quick gift? Look no further. Please go check Kim's shop out because she is awesome. And Kim will be at Stitches, Stitches West next month. We look forward to seeing Western Sky Knits there. Yep, and I'm sure I'll acquire at least two or three more sort quantities. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so those were our party animals. Okay. Now what about the party pooper? Party <laughs> pooper, yes. <laughs> Everybody knows one. <laughs> so my real party pooper is a sweater that I made back in 2016, not too long ago in the fall of 2016. And in fact, I was looking at my Ravelry page. I never even have marked that sweater as finished. I don't know why, because I've, I finished it and I just did nothing with it. I've never photographed it. Never, never have I done anything with this. And this is the Kriya cardigan, which was designed oh. by Isolde Teague. Why? With the interesting shoulder construction, right? Or something like that? 
I don't remember that. It may have. I had wanted to make this one for a while. Long time, yeah. But I never wore it. That's from the Little Red I, in the City book, yeah, right? Yeah. I never wore it. I really? don't know. When I look at the pattern pictures, I do like the sweater. I guess I'm just not in love with it anymore. And for whatever reason, I just never wore it. Hmm. Now, here's the sad thing. Like I said, I've never photographed it, but I often have it out because I keep trying to convince myself that, well, if I'm not going to wear this sweater a lot, I could at least wear it at home sometimes. Yeah. And so I often pull this sweater out and leave it sitting on the chest at the foot of my bed to try to convince myself to wear it and I still don't wear it. Oh, how sad. It's it's the strangest thing because I really cannot put my finger on what it is about this sweater that I don't like. It is a fingering weight alpaca yarn. Let's see. Oh, it's Drops Alpaca. Oh, okay. So it's a nice yarn. It's a nice purpley pale. Your color. Not a pale purple but it's a lighter purple okay it's nice it's really soft is it too warm in the alpaca i don't know i don't wear it (laughs) you wouldn't know if it's too warm because you'd never wear it oh that's sad here's the thing boo likes it oh is it the kitty bed now i've started to let him sleep on it isn't that terrible no it's not terrible (laughs) But it would have been a lot easier just to knit him a blanket out of the yarn yeah. than to knit a sweater for him to sleep on. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> but at least a, a family member is benefiting from it. So that's... It's really funny because, like I said, it's been sitting a lot on the chest at the foot of my bed. And he'll go over to it. And sometimes it's not in a place where he can sit on it. But he'll go over to it and put his paws on it and start marching on the little bit of sweater that he could reach. And then he looks at me all pitiful, like, look, if I could really sit on this, it would be so so nice. I would be so comfortable. So what do I do? I pull the sweater out. I put it on the bed and he curls up on it. And he's happy. He's always loved alpaca, right? Yes. Yes, he really has. He's an alpaca kitty. So this one, it's a real party pooper for me. I don't wear it. It's not a party pooper for Boo. (laughs) It's not. (laughs) I don't wear it. I don't think I will. I'm not really sure exactly why. I think maybe I just fell out of love with the design and didn't admit that when I knit it. I don't know. It's really odd. It's one of those sweaters when I see, look at the projects and I see a nice photo of somebody wearing the sweater. I think, yeah, I could wear that sweater, but I don't know. Sometimes Why force yourself if you don't want to? Sometimes... I can admit there's a fail. (laughs) Oh, yeah, there are fails. If anyone thinks we don't have fails. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, fails. So, Kriya, for me, it was a real party pooper. Uh, How about you? Well, my party pooper of... Well, I have two. The most recent party pooper was Pearl Break by Stephen West, which... Mm. It is a beautiful shawl. It is so pretty. It is so striking. I can't figure out how to wear the darn thing. 
I really have oh. struggled to try to figure out how to wear it. Oh. Every time I think, okay, that's it. It just doesn't work. So I'm still experimenting. Mm-hmm. I'm still determined. My son is wearing it today because they have finals and their English final is Hamlet. And he has to do two roles, the Gravedigger and Horatio. And he asked <laughs> me the other night, do you have any really drab and boring hand mitts that I can wear for my Gravedigger costume? And I looked at him and I said, what exactly do you mean by that? And he said, you know, black or gray. And I said, okay, if you're going to talk about it that way, then maybe we can find something for you. So he ended up with pearl break because he could wrap it around his neck. And he said, if so, it's garter stripes and then a gray border. And he said, if I turn it inside out, then it looks even more drab. So he had pearl break turned inside out, wrapped around his neck like a scarf several times and he found that to be very grave digger appropriate <laughs> yeah great right and then he also took one of my hats oh my gray rose red hat oh yeah yeah that i love but it's gray so it works it it's a lace flower pattern thus the name rose red another mm-hmm. useful fatigue pattern i believe yeah. and yeah he was today that's what he wore for his play so mm. Pearl Break actually is getting worn by my darling son. And the other party pooper was the hoodie shawl cardigan by Suzanne Summer. Oh, yes. I really love that sweater. And I tried really hard to knit it and got partway through it multiple times. The first time was a fail because I didn't like the colors together. The second time I realized it's not a style I will wear. It's an open front where the fronts overlap, but they don't close. And I saw you know you're stalking your friends posts and someone had been favoriting that pattern i thought oh it's so darn cute every time i look at it i think that is such an awesome sweater and i keep thinking oh maybe i should try to knit it again and then i think are you really gonna wear it so that's my party pooper because i really want to knit it i've tried to knit it and i have never succeeded so at least you figured it out before you knit the whole before sweater. Before I knit the whole sweater, yeah. yeah. But if I knit the whole sweater, maybe I actually will wear it. <laughs> you never know. I mean, there's that possibility, right? Although I'm 80% sure that I wouldn't. So <laughs> sadly, the hoodie shawl cardigan is one of my two party poopers. Okay. All right. Next one. Life of the party. I can't wait to hear how you interpreted life of the party. Life of the party. So the life of the party is the popular one everyone wants to make this sweater and for me this is my confetti pullover by vera volumaki everyone (laughs) choked on my bubba yay (laughs) everyone seems to want to make this pullover once they see it made i've made two of them gail has made three Mm -hmm. of you several of my friends have made multiples and at the yarn store where i work it's been probably the most made sweater in the last year, meaning I think there are more customers that have made this sweater than any other. There are so many confettis. Any other of all time or just any other of the last? It seems like it is the most popular sweater for our local knitting community. Yeah, maybe. I mean, several people have knit two or more. Yeah, exactly. And it's an easy to knit pattern and it's an easy to wear pattern oh yeah (laughs) and the variations that i've seen have been fantastic people have done all kinds of 
different looks with stripes. I did one that didn't have stripes, but was three different colors of yarn faded together. It's, it's really deserving of the title for me, The Life of the Party, because everybody wants to make it. Everyone wants to wear it. And it's such a good canvas for any type of variation. Yes. You could even do color work in it yes, if you wanted to. Exactly. Exactly. You yep. could do a lot with it. So for me, Confetti by Vera Valamaki was the life of the party. <laughs> I can see why you picked Confetti. I'm surprised I didn't pick Confetti, but I actually picked a shawl, Oh, okay. which is a shock, right? <laughs> and not only did I pick a shawl, I picked a big shawl. Okay. So I've been saying for the last several months, I don't know about these big shawls. I figured out how to wear a big shawl, the big shawl. and I figured out what shape big shawl I like. Okay. My free your fade shawl by Andrea Mowry. She is the life of the party designer yeah. lately on Hot Right Now on Ravelry. I mean, she always has at least three designs in the yeah. top 20 uh, patterns on Ravelry. Very true. And I love her designs. I've knit a few now, and I own some more that I'm still <laughs> going to knit. And the Free Your Fade. So she had the Find Your Fade, which is a much bigger version of the Free Your Fade. Smaller, yet still big. It still used... <laughs> some insane amount of yarn and I faded mine starting with candy skein yarns dyed by our friend Tammy and went into Western Sky Knits yarns and I used colorways by both Heather and Kim. So mine is not only a pretty shawl but it's knit with yarns by really good friends which to me really made the shawl Super, super special. Absolutely. And the color fade is so me that it just blows me away every time I put it on. It starts from a turquoise color and it goes into bluer, then purpley or pink, and then pink, and then better pink. And every single color in there just makes me so happy. And it's a, it's asymmetrical. And I can't remember exactly what the shape is right now, but it's angular. And if I wrap it twice around my neck and then tie it just in a loose knot mm -hmm. in the front, it stays on perfectly. It works over nice. a jacket. It works over a sweater. I was wearing it every day in London oh, and nice. yeah, it, it matches everything I own because of all the colors in it. Yeah. yeah, it can clash. Yeah, there can be some clashing, but I'm kind <laughs> of okay with that. And I just love it. It's now the shawl I reach for. Okay. If I'm doing anything, I reach for that shawl. That and the outing shawl, because sitting at the computer, that one's really nice. But if I'm going somewhere and I'm like, oh, I get to go out and show off my knit knitwear, it's my free or fade. I grab that one every time. Okay, so here's my question. Would that one be a good waiting room shawl or waiting yes. room pattern? Yes, absolutely. Because Gail knows this and I have... Yeah. A situation where I'm probably going to have lots of hospital waiting room time coming up in the next week or so, and I'm looking for a project. <laughs> waiting room. She's not the one who's going to be undergoing no, medical procedures, no, right? But somebody else is, and I'm going to be waiting with this or for this person. Yeah. So I'm going to be spending time lots and of time, and I'm thinking I need to figure out a project. This would and be a very would good that choice. Be a good one? Okay. Yes, because it's an easy knit. It's very rhythmic. It's it's garter stitch. I mean, okay. you alternate garter, and I think there's some something else in it. I can't remember now, but it's not difficult. 
And especially if you picked happy yarns that really yes. made you smile. Yes. And you could choose as many yarns as you want to okay. fade. So yeah, it's it would That's be a really good. smile-inducing shawl. I'm glad that you brought that up because I knew, I know I have this coming up and I know I have to pick something and I know I have to pre-plan yes. because I cannot, it's not something that I can just pick up the morning. I have to pre-plan this. So <laughs> that, I still think boxy might be a really good choice too, just because I have... That one's yeah. on the short list as well. Yeah. So I know you just knit a second one, but that one really is such a easy, mm -hmm. I hate to say brainless knit, but it is a brainless knit. Round it's like round. the epitome yes. of you're stressed <laughs> out. You don't want to be thinking about what your hands are yeah. doing kind of knit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Muscle Good memory takes know. over. Good yeah. to know. So that was Free Your Fade by Andrea Mowry. Highly recommended as a hospital wedding project <laughs> or travel project or anything else. Yes. Yeah. Good to know. Yep. All right. Wow. Party on. Party on, Gail. <laughs> I can't believe it has been six years. This is insane. Such a joyful six years. I I say this often on the podcast, and I'm sorry if you get sick of me saying it, but I'm so grateful for every single one of you who listen and wish I could meet every single one of you in real life. It's such a joy every time we have the opportunity to actually meet someone or when you reach out on Ravelry or through the Ravelry group or Instagram or any kind of like real contact, I just feel like I have so many friends out there who I've never met in real life, but you're my friends. And it's yes. just such a lucky, <laughs> lucky feeling. I feel so grateful for all of you. Thank you so much for listening for so many years. Yeah, we appreciate it. And I'm nodding along with Gail. And as Gail mentioned, when we have the opportunity to meet people, we just love it and we may have the opportunity to meet some of you next month in Santa Clara if you are attending Stitches West we will be having a little get together in the hotel slash restaurant slash bar slash lobby yeah. area yeah, that covers <laughs> it's it just kind of a open space but you have access to the coffee bar, you have access to the drinks bar, the food bar, the snack bar, that kind of thing. And it's near the hotel to, or it's in the hotel lobby area, restaurant bar area. And if the weather's as nice it. as it usually is, there's also the door to outside is right there. And the pool area is close by too yeah, for people true. who really need some fresh air, yeah. which is very understandable. <laughs> that's true. So yep. that is next month, February I cannot remember. I think I, it, I believe it's either. the last weekend in February and it will be in Santa Clara, California. And if you are attending, please let us know so that we can look for you or look for us. We would love to see you. Yes. And hopefully I will get to meet. We will get to meet Steph, who is Stephanie. So she's coming. I'm so excited. Yes. And hopefully Kayung will be there, too, who is yes. KN2. Hopefully she'll be there this year. She's usually skiing, but... Unfortunately, there's not much skiing happening here <laughs> this year. So any of the rest of you who are coming, who we've met or haven't met, please let us know because it's like the highlight of our knitting year. Yeah, is, absolutely. Yeah, it's, we have stitches and knockers. So stitches is like the high energy, super exciting. Oh my gosh, you get to meet all the people and you always feel like you're kind of giddy. And the knockers is the absolute opposite of that, where you just <laughs> sit and knit and chill. For and the, be calm. Oh, yes. Yeah. So it's the two, those two knitting highlights of the year are almost here. I can't believe it. Can't believe it's already over halfway almost through February. January. I know it's yes. insane. 
But thank you for celebrating our podcast anniversary with us. And thank you for listening through our party-themed episode. Party on Charlene. Party on Gail. (laughs) Party on Yarniacs. (laughs) Happy knitting. Bye-bye. Bye. You can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniacs Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniacs podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gaily Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gaily Whaley.